What's up, millionaires, especially for all of you out there that have been exploring the endless opportunities of starting your own podcast. I think it's only right I tell you about Anchor because I use Anchor to host my own podcast, The Million Dollar Mind, and not just because it's free like all hosting platforms should be, but Anchor offers unlimited space for content, free distribution on major platforms like your Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., free mobile and desktop recording tools. And the best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. To learn more about Anchor, be sure to visit anchor.fm or follow the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 128 on purpose over profit. The editor's cut. What's up, millionaires? You're tapped into the Million Dollar Mind podcast. So welcome back. Take a seat and get comfortable. Now, today we're going to be talking about, you know, a concept that I love to talk about, really, purpose. That's the whole purpose of the Million Dollar Mind podcast is to help us identify our purpose, our passions, and just identify those opportunities so that we are living the life of our dreams, right? So it's not too far-fetched to see why I love talking about purpose, right? But today I want to bring up an oldie but a goodie, an episode that I did way back when in episode, I mean, in season one, But instead of like the original editor's cut that I did last time and just dumping the episode on here and kind of talking over it, I kind of want to revamp it and re-record it because, again, my voice on season one is cringy. (laughs) Just the quality of of how it sounds, the confidence in which I'd relayed the message. I really want to do you guys a service, actually, and re-record and not go verbatim, but really you know, revamp that whole episode and how it was delivered because purpose over profit is not something that you can hear too many times, to be honest, right? It's something that needs to be constantly reinforced in our, in our minds and in our subconscious. So without further ado, I'm going to bring back purpose over profit, the editor's edition. Welcome back, millionaires. Welcome back. This is the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion and attraction podcast in the world. Of course, thanks to each and every single one of you millionaires who tune in and just rocking with me week in, week out. Now, this is the only place, the one and only place for tips and tricks on identifying your passions and attracting opportunities to make a living while living your dreams. Now, today, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about purpose over profit and really this concept of purpose over profit is your guide to accumulating abundance in your life. Because when you do things with a purpose, when you do things with intention, as we talk about a little bit further with my main man, Hanif Muhammad, uh, in the next episode, when you do things with a purpose and with intention, you realize that life is much more abundant than you think. So doing things for a dollar, you don't have to do or worry about anymore because the money will come. The money will be begging you to accept it. If you just focus on the principles of doing things with purpose and doing things with intention instead of doing things out of greed. So let's get let's get it rocking. So I got two questions that I want to ask you guys to start today's episode. The first question is, who are you? A question that I like to ask myself often. Just to kind of check in, self-reflect, see if I'm still the same person or what version of the person that I am. 
in that current time of me asking. And I want you guys to ask yourself the same question for the same reasons. Who are you? Who are you right now? And by saying that out loud, asking yourself, being honest with yourself, is that the person that you want to be? The next question I want you guys to ask yourself is where are you going? Where is your destination? And the reason why that question is so important, both the questions are equally important. But the reason why that question is key to ask yourself is because you need to know where you're going so that you know which vehicle is adequate enough to get you to where you need to be. So, of course, I'm going to say if I'm going to the mailbox, the best vehicle that I could use and the most efficient vehicle I can use is my feet. Well, I need to get in my car and start my engine to go to the mailbox when I can walk. Now, on the flip side, if I say I'm going to Dubai. I need. A ride to the airport and a plane to Dubai. So it's like you got to know where you're going so that you can identify the best vehicle that's going to get you there. But the longer you procrastinate, the longer you prolong asking yourself that question and being very brutally honest with where it is that you're trying to be. You find yourself hopping in the wrong car with the wrong people. You find yourself wasting money on plane tickets. You find yourself wasting a lot of time, energy and effort. Being in the wrong at the wrong place at the wrong time. So ask yourself, do that check in with yourself. Consistently. Doesn't have to be every day, doesn't have to be every week, but at least once a month, check in with yourself and see who you are and where it is that you're trying to go. Because ultimately, when you get the when you answer that question enough times and the answers become consistent to where you kind of question. You kind of laughing like, come on now, why am I even asking myself? You know who you are. You know where you're going. When you get to that point, that is when you truly have found your purpose. You have truly found your purpose in life when you can answer those questions and consistently have the same answer. So what's your purpose? Now, we all may have, you know, these different expressions of our purpose right your purpose may be to you know feed the needy or your purpose may be to help others make money or your purpose may be to educate it's not truly your purpose not truly your purpose right to be honest we all have the same purpose in different forms and how they reveal themselves as purpose Our purpose is the same, but our vehicle is different. Again, that's why you got to know who you are and where you're going so that you know the vehicle that is going to get you there. Your vehicle is different than my vehicle. But our purpose of using the vehicle is the same. The purpose is to get to A to B and satisfy the, the desire to live for a bigger reason, a bigger cause. And we all have the same purpose, right? And at the end of the day, that purpose is to find your gift 
And then once you find that gift, use that gift to serve the world. That's essentially what all of our purpose is. And you can even, you know, look back and when you have a good idea of the vehicle that you want to use, the things that you're passionate about, the things that you uh, enjoy doing and wouldn't mind using that gift to help other people, you'll realize that that makes sense. Your purpose is to find what you love. Use the thing that drives you, the thing that motivates you, the thing that gets you up every morning, your gift. Use that. To serve the world in a way it needs to be served the best way you know how. If we all focused on that, we'll have a lot of a lot less pretenders. We'll have a lot more satisfied people. We'll have a lot less people who compare themselves to others on social media because you you know what you good at. You found your gift. I got my gift. You serve the world that way. I serve the world this way. It's abundance. But when you and and to kind of not to go on a little tangent, but the folks who feel like opportunity is scarce. Or money is scarce. Is because it is because you're looking for opportunities. In a space or in a realm that you don't belong in. So that's why you feel like it's scarce. If you, you feel like you got to get in and get out because you never belonged there in the first place. You need to get in and get out before you're exposed. That's why you feel like the opportunities are, are, are scarce. But when you following your calling and you following your purpose, which is again to find your gift and use that gift to serve the world, the opportunities are vast. Because you walking in your truth. You're walking in what you love. And then you found a way to do what you love to help other people. You don't have to worry about opportunities being scarce no more. I promise you, because you are where you belong. So the universe is going to continue to just pour opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for you to continue to fulfill yourself and fulfill a need in the world by doing what you love. And the the crazy thing. I find it so funny. and, And, you know, the thing about gifts. The most obvious thing about gifts is they're not hard to find, right? Even the, the, what we understand to be gifts, gifts that we receive from people. You don't have to go looking for it. It's a gift because somebody literally handed this to you and said, here you go. Congratulations. Happy birthday. We're so proud of you. Get well soon. Whatever purpose they have for giving you the gift. Whatever need they thought they were satisfying by giving you the gift, you didn't have to beg for it. You didn't have to look for it. It was given to you. So we got to think about the same, the same with our intangible gifts, our spiritual gifts. You don't have to go looking for them. They're exposed to you in different ways through your experiences, through people, through the conversations you have to the things that you observe, the experiences that you have, the the things that move you on TV. And you're wondering why this thing moves me so much. Why am I feeling this way? To maybe, you know, situations that you come across on a consistent basis and you keep ignoring it, but it keeps happening to you because it's telling you to stop ignoring me. I am a gift. 
receive me. Right? That's like your gifts are not hard to find. They're exposed to you every single day. But sometimes we have our hands closed and our eyes closed and our hearts closed so that we never, ever truly find our gifts. And before I move on, right, little hint, because we're going to talk about this in just a minute, too. When you do find your gift, it is possible that you can be using it in the wrong way or it could be in the wrong hand. I'm going to leave you with that really quick. But again, to retouch on how a lot of people don't find their gifts is because they have their, again, hands closed, eyes closed and hearts and minds closed. So they never really received that gift. Let's go into what that actually means in real life experience, right? Why people never find their gift. First reason why people never find their gift. They hate their job. You're going to have a hard time finding what, what you love when every day you wake up. You're dreading getting out of the bed to go do what you do. If you hate what you do, stop doing it. Because let me tell you about gifts. They come when your minds and your hearts are open. And when we're feeling toxic, when we feel hate, we're closed off. Borders go up. You have to have an open mind to find your gift. But when you go to a job that you hate, your mind is very much closed because you already now associated this job with the feeling of hatred. The feeling of dissatisfaction. The the feeling of unfulfillment. You've already had this preconceived idea of the environment that you're about to place yourself in of uncomfort. Unease. Second reason why people never find a gift. Negative friend group. A negative friend group and negative family. Third reason, right? Those two groups, negative family and negative friend groups are another reason why people never find a gift. Right? It is like if you're you can be the most positive person in the world, but if you spend every waking moment of your life with negativity and negative people, it will take over and it will fester and it will plant itself in your mind. In that mental garden of yours, once that weed is planted. It's very hard to get out. Once that weed has planted and roots have grown, those roots start to spread and wrap themselves around the other more healthy plants until it drains the life of the healthy plants. That's what your negative friends are doing, right? How many of us have had great news and we went to go tell that negative family member and somehow they turned that great news into an experience, uh, a a negative experience they had. And you forgot the reason why you was happy. Now you find yourself sulking with this negative family member. We got to leave that alone. As we near in the end of 2021, we got to make a promise to ourselves that in 2022. We will choose peace. Over chaos. And that's all negative friend groups and negative family members bring is chaos. 
they live a chaotic life. So they it's only right that you also live a chaotic life. Because I don't want to see if I'm living like this, I don't want to feel crazy. I don't want to feel like I don't want to feel like I'm responsible. So I got to make everybody else around me feel how I feel so that I'm secure and feel safe about the things that I'm going through. And I can complain to you all I want. I don't have to take any accountability for my actions because oh, if you're going through it, too, it's not, it's not me. It's clearly the system or it's clearly this or it's clearly that. We don't have to harp on that too long. The fourth reason why people never find their gift. Obsession of outer opinion. Sometimes we look too much for acceptance. And in the last episode, guys, we talked about um, not the last episode, but a couple episodes ago, we talked about, you know, the importance of your, you know, your image and, and, and caring about you know, being loved. And naturally as humans, we want to be accepted. We want to fit in. We want to have a place in a group that is empowering. But again, we don't want to obsess over the outer acceptance as much as we want to obsess over our inner acceptance. Falling in love with ourselves, being unapologetically ourselves And then naturally the group that is meant for us will come to us. We try to fit into the wrong groups. It's like taking a puzzle piece from it. Like you ever buy two very similar looking puzzles for our puzzle, for our puzzle, puzzle put together people out there. Right. You ever just buy two very similar looking puzzle pieces might've been like flowers. If that was your thing, flowers is a very, difficult type of puzzle to put together. And if you put together puzzles, you know, like flowers and, and things like that with the very small pieces, they can be very difficult and very challenging. So you just happen to stumble across two puzzles that are two flowers that look the same and have similar colors. And you had the, this bright idea of starting them both, you know, starting one, didn't finish it and say, Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start this other one. Since this one is too hard, I'm gonna take a break. And somehow the pieces got mixed together. It is literally going to be impossible for you if you grab the piece from one puzzle and try to use it to make it fit into that other puzzle. A lot of us are just we we just on the wrong puzzle. Like we need to put our piece in the puzzle it belongs with. But instead, we like to get all disheveled and fit into this puzzle that is not for us. So what can you change about your environments, about the spaces you create, about the mental spaces that you create? What about any of those things is in your control that you can change to find your gift? Well, I can tell you one thing. Every single thing that I've mentioned is 1000% in your control. If you wanted to, you can change this starting today. You can change this starting whenever you make the realization that it needs to change. You can. Every single one of these things are controllables. You don't have to work the job that you hate. We associate adulting with this responsibility to 
to sacrifice our peace, our inner peace to make money to survive when there are millions of people who love what they do and thrive, not just survive. So it's like that is that is an excuse for you to not make a change. That is an excuse for you to do what is easy, which is to just momentarily suck it up so that you can then when you get off, go home and complain instead of go home and continue to work towards your life's goal. When you love what you do, that means most likely it's aligned with your life's work and then work still continues when you go home. Just in a different form. Like if you ask me, I'm working all day, every day, but I don't really work because I'm doing what I'm here to do. I love talking about this. You can probably hear it in my voice, how passionate I am about talking about purpose over profit. But again, all of these things are controllable. So the question now, the question of the day leads us with how can your gift be in the wrong hands? Earlier, I left you with a hint that you can use your gifts in the wrong way and your gifts can be in the wrong hands. So here I am now talking about the receiving hands of gifts. And the receiving hands of gifts, at the end of the day, if someone gifted you something, it's your gift. So, you know, the the gift is yours regardless. So your gift being in the wrong hands doesn't mean it's with the wrong person. It means that you decided to use it in the wrong way. So you have the hand of greed and now you have the hand of purpose. Using that gift in the hand of greed, and I'm going to take it back to an example or a quote that I always like to use from Steve Harvey. And it's, you have a gift of, you know, if you like to fry chicken, right? And you found out that you're really good at frying chicken. Everybody enjoys your fried chicken. Then you need to be frying chicken. You don't need to be barbering. You don't need to be working in corporate America. You need to fry chicken. Now, once you identify your gift, using that gift with the, on, with the hand of purpose means that you fry chicken and now you need to create ways to make money so that you can continue to fry chicken, but use it for a greater purpose like fixing world hunger or using the proceeds to start a college fund. That's doing it with a purpose. But on the other hand, on the hand of greed, you decide to use that gift of frying chicken just so you can brag and boast and post designer things on social media. That is short lived. That doesn't last long. That is when now you have entered the realm of scarcity. Because now you've entered a realm of addiction of a lifestyle of an image that you have to keep up with. And so you start doing things for the reason of keeping up and it quickly stops because now you, you start to lose sight of the real reason, the real purpose here. But when you do things with a purpose and it's giving back to others and it's putting others in a better situation than they were before they met you, they edify you. They speak great. Like they, it just comes back full circle. It's the law of reciprocity. You scratch my back. I'm going to scratch your back. 
put on the hand of greed, you're not doing it to scratch anybody's back. You're doing it to scratch your own back. And if you're scratching your own back, who, how is it going to come around back to you? It never left. So that's again with the, the hand of purpose is to give a blessing to get a blessing. You can't get blessings if you're only giving them to yourself. You got to give to others to receive. And that's what I mean by your gift being used in the wrong way. So you just got to find ways to tap into your creative vision. All creative vision is being receptive to opportunities. Exactly the purpose of the Million Dollar Mind podcast. Being receptive to opportunities to do what you love. Make a difference doing what you love. That's it. And being creative and innovation and innovative on how you express that gift. Right? Just being creative, man. That's what creative vision is. So with that being said, I have spent a lot of time reading so many different books that has really molded my mind around or fixated, I would say, fixated my mind around this purpose over profit concept, this concept of the law of reciprocity, this concept of being receptive to opportunities, this concept of creating and manifesting my own reality. I spend a lot of time just reading and making sure I'm reaffirming and reassuring these principles in my head and three books that I could tell you right now that consistently have never let me down. And I read these books often. More than once is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold, amazing book, and then How to Own Your Own Mind, also by Napoleon Hill. Those three books right there, you are going to get exactly what I just told you today. Exactly. In in a much more profound way. Now, with that being said, I just want to make sure that you all continue to keep focus, continue to build momentum and continue to drive results so that you can live abundantly because in your passions, in your purpose, scarcity does not exist. If you are where you belong, scarcity does not exist. Scarcity only exists when you are not where you belong. My name is Kai Speaks and you are listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast. Hey guys, so thanks to you all, the Million Dollar Mind Podcast has went global. The number one passion and attraction podcast in the world right now with huge support from the UK, Ireland, France, Belgium, Tanzania, and of course, the United States. With this accomplishment, we are getting bigger and better than ever. Now that said, we are soon incorporating video production and YouTube platform to the show so you guys can witness the podcast in full effect. You can now become a supporter of the Million Dollar Mind podcast by visiting the link in the description below. Share your support with me via email and you will receive a free gift. Tis the season to give. Peace.